The Capitals are 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for more details. So in this edition of Locked on Capitals, we talk about how the Capitals are rolling. Can you believe that? I am just kind of have to pinch myself sometimes. I don't believe how well this team is playing. As I record this at 835 local on Sunday, the Capitals are in second place in the Metro. This is the same Capitals that started the season 1-3-1. and one. <laughs> Just got to follow the process and keep going through. And it's just amazing that, you know, this team is buying into Spencer Carberry systems and they're playing so well. We'll talk about that in the show a little bit later. We will talk about how the bottom six keeps rolling. Yes, it is the blue collar line. It's the working line that just continues to keep getting it done for the Capitals. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about has Alex Ovechkin finally found his scoring touch. But just to get it going here, we will talk about how the Capitals continue to just dominate uh, in our 8-1-1 in their last 10. And this last game here against Columbus was not, you know, it was it was a back-and-forth game. You know, there were points that Columbus kind of almost snook right back into the game there a little bit, but the Capitals and Charlie Lindgren just slammed the door in their face and said, not this time. You're not doing it to this team. This team is really dialed in, and I'm really just I'm pumped up about how great this team is playing. You know, you take a look at Hendrick Slop here, that the only reason he was really playing in the first place against Columbus is because Kuznetsov was sick. And what is one of the things that I talk about on this show all the time is making the most of your opportunities. One man's loss is another man's gain. And Hendrick Slop here... I got to be honest with you, before the last game, he was kind of teetering a little bit for me. Is he going to get sent back to Hershey or not? I think that he, you know, has a little bit of a longer leash, a little bit of a stay of execution, if you will, to see, hmm, Hendrick Slop here. Can we get more of that from you? Uh, I think that you potentially can. And then Joel Edmondson, again, as advertised, um, you know, uh, his first game back, you know, I think that he's just slowly warming up to the whole process, but he played a substantial amount of minutes in his first game back, his first game with the Capitals in the regular season. And all things considered, I want to say I was pretty impressed. I'm pretty impressed with the Capitals all over, all together, the whole team. 
Uh, and what is one of the things that I talked about well, what last week, talking about the goaltender situation as well? It does appear that Charlie Lindgren is goalie number one. And it's true. I mean, and I, Spencer Carberry said as much, he said, you know, I know that, you know, the optics look a little bit funny. And he said, you know, it's a long season. We're going to need all our goalies work together. But he kind of, here's the point. He walked around, he walked a complete circle around it. But the main point right now is that Charlie Lindgren is the number one netminder for the Capitals. Can you believe it? Now, there are certain things that cause a bit of concern for me about that. And part of that is... We remember last December, and for about four weeks, he killed it. And then in the following uh, months after that, he simmered and he cooled down and uh, never really found his way back to what he was in December. Uh, is that going to be the same Charlie Lindgren this year? Is it just a flash in the pan that we're going to see him just play really well for about three or four weeks and cool off? Listen, I know that not everything in life is a carbon copy. And just because he was good for four weeks and then soured after that doesn't mean that that's going to happen this ne- this season. But, you know, sometimes you can learn a lot about a person by looking at their history. I hope that's not for the case because as of right now, Charlie Lindgren is dialed in and I am loving Charlie Lindgren hockey. Make no mistake about it. It uh, He's just uh, impressing, impressing everyone. And, the, and you know the interesting thing, and I spoke with Gil from Locked on NHL, they still have a really great option in Hunter Shepard. I would have absolutely zero problem problems with Charlie Lindgren uh, being the number one and Hunter Shepard being the number two if, for say, some reason, Kemper was out for a long period of time. It just seems like a really, really great lineup at the, in the netminding department. But taking a look at the last game, let's talk about that. Milano, Protus, Ovechkin, and Lapierre scored as they take down the Blue Jackets by a score of 4-3. to three. Lapierre earned his first two NHL assists to go along with his goal. And I could not be any happier than I am for Hendrix Lapierre. You know, just his uh, youthful enthusiasm, just a boy out there playing really, but he was so happy and he deserved it. That backhand goal that he got there when the guy was chasing him down and he just backhand goal into the net. If you weren't pumping your fists at home, you go ahead and check and see if you have a pulse right now. That is kind of something as Capitals fans we've been waiting for for the longest time. That we know, know that there's these young players down in Hershey. You see Connor McMichael, Hendrick Slop here, just to name two of them. And it's going to be their year some year. But then that can has always been kicked down the road. Well, it's going to be next year. And that, you know, in different coaches, it's going to be next year. This is the year for these young guys. And what are you seeing? Great play and good on Spencer Carberry and Brian McClellan and whoever else made the decision to go all in on this youth movement. It hasn't let them down. And who is getting the production? Is it the snarled old veterans? A little bit, but it's primarily the younger guys. Um, the third and fourth line. And I know Nick Dowd's on there and he's been on the team for for quite some time, but take a look at Malenstein. Take a look at Protus. Take a look at LaPierre and Connor McMichael. The young guys are coming on this team And just get ready for this youth infusion. You're just going to see more and more of this until Alex Ovechkin retires. And then I'm going to think you're going to see even more change. But ultimately, I'm happy with the way that the Capitals are handling this. They're doing it incrementally. It's not just going from all old to all young. They're just slowly plugging and playing. And they have the very best possible coach they could possibly ask for running the ship right now ushering in this new era of young Capitals players. Spencer Carberry, who has a rich history 
with the guys in Hershey and the Stingrays, he knows a lot of these guys and has a perfect uh, rapport with these guys. And I ultimately, I love what is ahead for this. And another guy I'm super pumped about is, and if you remember last summer, I said if one thing Spencer Carberry could do, uh, you know, other than take the Capitals to the Stanley Cup would be to reinvigorate Anthony Mantha. And I said Evgeny Kuznetsov. Well, on one of those counts, Anthony Mantha is playing a lot better. Um, you know, has he earned himself a new contract on the team? Probably not. But what he has earned himself is a future in the NHL somewhere. I don't see the Capitals giving him another contract. He's playing really well. That's ultimately good for him and good for the Capitals. But taking a look at and what Carberry said, he said was incredibly impressed with him, picked up right where he left off. What do we know about Anthony Mantha is that he ruptured his eardrum. That sounds horrible on a lot of different levels, and he has bounced back and played really great hockey. I know that this was his first game back after that uh, ruptured eardrum, but he is just humming along, and I love what I'm seeing from him so far. Uh, Alexi Protis, while well, Sonny Milano and Alex Ovechkin scored as well. Strom leads the Caps with seven goals this season, and now he has an assist to go with it. It marked his first assist since April 13th, 2023, ending a 14-game stretch without an assist. Um, so just taking a look, um, Strom, you know, seven goals on the season. I don't think that there's a whole lot more that we can ask for from him. Uh, again, just a real, I don't want to say a surprise, but just I'm happy about the way that uh, this season is going for him, just playing really dialed in. Charlie Lindgren. Again, you know, he faced a lot of pressure. There was that uh, potential goaltender interference, which looked like goaltender interference with me. But if you want to listen to Charlie Lindgren, if you want to listen to Spencer Carberry, the two politicians, I mean, players on the team, they said, hey, it was Toronto and they made the decision. Anyway, for me as a guy that doesn't have to answer to Toronto or any of the team, it looked like goaltender interference, but hey, I, when you start, you know, pegging your excuses, uh, you know, if the Capitals would have lost, we would have really heard about that. But when you start blaming this and that on on um, officiating, that's when you know you need to work on your game. But Charlie Lindgren, 33 saves on 36 shots, and he is now 4-0-0 with a .954 save percentage over his last uh, four starts. And Sammy Silber posted this earlier. Uh, she said he remains perfect on long range shots and he's faced this season on high danger chances. He boasts a 0.843 save percentage. League average is 0.787. Let me just say that over again. On high danger chances, he boasts a 0.843 save percentage. League average is 0.787. That's your backup goalie. And I know that recently he kind of hinted at he's the number one, but for right now, the title, uh, you know, other than me saying it is he's the number two, the Capitals number two netminder has a 0.843 save percentage on high danger chances when the league average is 0.787. Hmm. Not too bad. I'm loving Chucky hockey. That is for sure. Capitals challenge for goaltender ear interference, but after video review, uh, the call on the ice stood. That was frustrating. But taking a look at the power play, the Capitals have killed off, excuse me, the Capitals have killed off 23 straight opposing power play opportunities over their last 10 games. Washington's 100.0 penalty kill percentage since October 25th ranks first 
in the NHL. Now they need to work on their power play, but their penalty kill is humming right along. And, you know, Gil, that was another question he asked me on the show. He goes, what is wrong with the power play? There's a lot of different things that are wrong with the power play. It's a work in progress and you got to pick your battles, but the penalty kill is just killing it out there. And like I said, Joel Edmondson playing really great. Uh, He missed the first 14 games uh, of the season due to a broken hand and subsequent surgery, playing 21-42 of ice time, including 218 shorthanded. So talk about jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire. Uh, first couple of shifts, the legs were burning, he said. I definitely have to get back into shape, but just happy to be out there and get the win tonight. And I think we can all kind of relate to that, can't we? You know, maybe if you hopped on your bike for the first time in the spring and you're like, I'm going to bike 20 miles, and you're about five miles in, and your body's like, <laughs> no, you're not. Um, and anyway, that's what I've noticed. But um, I think that that is what uh, is going on with Joel Edmondson. But, you know, for your first game back to be skating 20, or excuse me, playing 21-42, there is not a lot more uh, than we can ask for out of Joel Edmondson out of his first game back. Most impressed with his game, and that's just the first game. I can only imagine what it'll be like coming up. All right, so after the break here, we will t- talk about how the bottom six keeps rolling and the the third line in protect uh, in particular was just magic how are they getting it done i'll talk about that coming up Drive in patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every Every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Don has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Lockdown Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. Check it out today. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, the Capitals are rolling. That is what I talked about in the first segment. They continue to keep rolling. But what line is it? What lines are getting the most production? Is it the first line with with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and Wilson? No, it is the third line. It's the fourth line that's getting the production. And that, you know, that has been the case for quite some time right now. And who plays primarily on the third and fourth line? A lot of the young Capitals players. So kind of proof positive to, you know, put a little bit more faith in the bottom six. Uh, 
I talk about the bottom six often on the show, but this game, it was about the third line. Most of the offense came from the third line of Milano, LaPierre, and Protus. They accounted for three goals. Carberry on Milano, LaPierre, Protus. We did some good things, but we still weren't breaking through. Then that line takes over and scores and gets some life in the building, life in the group, then backs it up again. They played 10 minutes and scored three goals. Wow. And you know, the, the thing that is just, you know, sometimes life is coincidence and, and, you know, kismet and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I talked about that in the first segment, but LaPierre, like I said, was teetering, wobbling back and forth between Hershey and Washington. And all of a sudden Kuznetsov says, I'm too sick to play. And guess what? That means LaPierre gets his opportunity. And what does LaPierre do? He absolutely kills it out there. And uh, again, I, I was just so happy for him when I saw him score that goal. And, you know, I think that, you know, at least for now, he has, you know, he's going to deserve another look on the team. LaPierre's top shelf on the backhand. It was the first goal of the season and first NHL goal since October 2021 in the NHL. Hendricks LaPierre on his breakaway goal. Honestly, when I got the puck, I thought I had a clear cut uh, B way. I was like, okay, I've just got time. And then I saw the guy and thought, oh, bleep. I better get off a shot. So he hit that backhanded goal and just the roar uh, of the audience and, you know, just, you know, me pumping my fists at home like, yes, I knew this kid had it within him. Uh, his first pro goal had been in game seven of the Calder Cup final winning faceoffs and going seven for 11 uh, from the faceoff dot. So, you know, it's been a while since he's got some production, you know, on the big team, on the Capitals. But when he, you know, spoke, everyone was listening and again, impressed everyone. Uh, and if we remember back, LaPierre was the Capitals 2020 first round pick. And for the longest time, there were these players that were drafted, see Connor McMichael and Hendricks LaPierre, and they just never made their way to the big team. Uh, for the longest time, it was just Tom Wilson and, you know, Martin Faravari. And, you know, they had other players that played on the big team for a while, but they either got sent down to Hershey, they got traded. So finally to see a lot of these young players finally work their way to the surface and say, see, we were that great. You know, uh, Peter Laviolette and Reardon and, you know, uh, Brian McClellan to a certain extent in previous years. You should have put the faith in us. Maybe we weren't ready back then. Maybe it was the confidence that we got from winning a Calder Cup that made us who we are right now. But whatever the case is, after, you know, the Bears won the Calder Cup last season, uh, the players that played on this, on that team were just so... Uh, infused with confidence and swagger that it was just brimming over the top. And subsequently, what do you see? Malenstein playing great. LaPierre, Connor McMichael, all playing really well. Protus playing really big. Um, and, you know, take a look at the players on the blue line as well. Lucas Johansson, a name we've heard about for quite some time, playing rather well. Um, you know, Alexiev, uh, those kind of things. So it is really exciting for me to finally see a lot of these players get production. Uh, he became the youngest player to score three points in a game for the Capitol since a 20-year-old John Carlson did it back in 2010. So it has been quite some time uh, that he did that. Hendricks Lapierre recorded his first career NHL assist on Milano's game-tying goal. Lapierre, the Capitals' first-round pick in 2020, had registered two points, one goal, one assist, and 11 career games 
with Washington. So, you know, he is, he's going in the right direction. Can we continue to see that in the next game? That's what it's all about. That was kind of the knock on LaPierre before is that he played really good for a short period of time, but it wasn't sustainable. Again, that was also a couple of years ago. This, a lot has changed since then. Um, and I think that this is a different LaPierre. I think that, you know, it's a different Connor McMichael. Uh, taking a look at Protus on that one-timer, now his six points in his last five games after starting the year with one assist through nine games. He was one of the guys that I thought was almost going to kind of make his way down to Hershey as well. I still ultimately don't know who is going to get, you know, scratched or reassigned once Max Pacioretty comes back, but that's a problem for another day. Right now, the the third line, Protus, the fourth line, killing it. Malenstein playing huge. You know, he has scored some goals, not necessarily his strong suit. His strong suit is blocking shots. Hey, get in where you fit in, right? Malenstein blocking shots. Physical game, I love his game, uh, and he is a prototypical fourth-liner for the Capitals and just knocking it out of the park. Malenstein especially stood out using his speed to get to the interior and create some grade-A chances. Um, so just a great a, a great game, all things considered. And I liked it that there was a little bit of pushback from Columbus because it kind of put the Capitals through the paces of not just like, we're owning this game. No, I want them to be tested. You know what I'm talking about? I don't want to test drive a car on the street. I want to take it through the gravel pit. I want to see how it handles on the freeway, but I want to see what it how it handles on the dirt road as well. This Capitals team can just roar down the freeway on the highway, and it can also do it on the backcountry roads. That's what I love about this team is it's built for warfare. And uh, I think that, you know, th- this could be one of the best seasons in quite some time. And, you know, it's funny, and I know I'll probably hear a lot of stuff about this, but to start the season, I was a little bit unsure. And I'm maybe getting a little bit ahead of myself. I really don't care. I'm just talking about this moment right now that this team is playing so well, and they've done it against some big opponents. It's not just Columbus. It's not just the Panthers. They did that against the Golden Knights. Uh, they got the Sabres coming up here. Big tests. Uh, I know that this isn't necessarily the Sabres, the best team around, but uh, another good test. Uh, generating chances, the Malenstein, Nick Dowd, and Nicholas Abe Cubell line generating chances and did a good job of sustaining pressure in the ozone while also drawing a couple of penalties. The intangibles, the, the outliers, the tertiary moves, the Capitals have got it covered. That is what I love about this team. And, you know, ultimately, you know, the cherry on top, would be, and I'll talk about this in the last segment, is to get um, is to get Alex Ovechkin scoring goals. I mean, he has scored some goals as of late, but I'm talking al- uh, on the on the pace of Alex Ovechkin scoring goals on a frequent basis. Um, you know, right now he's doing pretty good, but I would like to see old school Alex Ovechkin scoring a hat trick. You know, and score having a couple couple goal games just to get him going because if Alex Ovechkin finally gets in involved with all of this, well, I think that the sky is the limit. Um, the Capitals won a season high thirty six faceoffs against the Blue Jackets. Nick Dowd led Washington with fifteen faceoff wins. Nick Dowd, a huge impact. Yeah, you better believe it. And that's a guy down holding it down on the fourth line as he has done for so many years. And that is what we love about Nick Dowd. Again, he is that veteran voice with some younger players. And I think that he has a rapport 
uh, with the younger players. And I'm not to say that Nick Dowd's an old guy, but he's a bit older than the guys that he's playing. He's older than Henrik Slapier, for example. So to have a guy that's not so old that he's not relatable, but old enough that you kind of look up to that um, is key. Uh, one of his things, but also just Nick Dowd, the player himself, standing on his own two feet. You know, he is one heck of a hockey player. Uh, like I talked about, they're winning 15 faceoffs. Can't really complain about anything there. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about Alex Ovechkin. Has he ultimately found his scoring touch? I'll talk about that straight ahead. NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Alex Ovechkin could score 50 goals. The Capitals could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And guys, let me tell you something. Before Sleeper, I wasn't really that into fantasy hockey. But now that I've started playing it, I love it. And I think you will love it too. To win a 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Capitals fans. You could win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So has Alex Ovechkin finally found his scoring touch? A little bit. I still think that, you know, if we're talking about a burner on the stove, I think he's about, you know, maybe around mid-flame. I want to see that thing cranked up in a blue flame just shooting up to the ceiling with Alex Ovechkin. So we know that he's back. And I think, you know, I, to a certain extent, I think his confidence isn't 100% there because he knows he struggled. You mix that with the fact that everyone talks about when are you catching Gretzky. Uh, he still has a lot to prove. He has three goals in his last three games after starting the season with just two in 12. So that's why a lot of people questioned it. Some people are like, why are you questioning it? Two in 12. Now five goals in 15 games, putting him on pace for 27 this season. He could catch Gretzky under his current contract. So if he continues on this path, it is possible. Um, but you know, he's not getting any younger and, you know, we're already seeing a bit of a dip in production. I know that we're still in the early parts of the season, but, uh, I'm really hoping he can ramp it up so he can beat Gretzky handily. And I also hope that he can do it to help out the Capitals. Again, Ovechkin's fifth goal of the season picked up a feed from Strom from behind the net to Pat with a shot at pass Merzlikens. Uh, just a really special thing coming off the bench there, skating hard. Uh, and out of nowhere, who's covering Ovechkin? No one. Guess what? Don't care. Good on you, Columbus Blue Jackets, for having your head in the sand. Tonight, Mar or excuse me, the other night, uh, Alex Ovechkin's 400th career goal. Ovechkin is uh, the 11th player in NHL history to record 400 or more victories at one arena. That was Alex Ovechkin's 400th career goal at Capital One Arena or Verizon Center or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Where the Caps play hockey 
in D.C. So that was a big thing. That was from Capitals PR, a, a big night for Alex Ovechkin. Ovechkin started the year slowly and has slowly worked his way back to where he needs to be. He now needs just 68 more goals to break Gretzky's all-time record. Now we can just stop talking about it. I'm kind, you know, to a certain extent, I'm happy for him, but I'm sick of talking about it. Um, you know, he's broke a lot of milestones and he's done a lot of things and he holds a lot of records for the Capitals. He holds a lot of records in the NHL. But again, I'm just going to be kind of happy to put it all behind. And I know that there's probably, you know, this season and next season before he gets to finally where he needs to be. But the, I guess the kind of sad thing about it is, is by the time that's done, he's almost ready to hang up his skates. So he's kind of just been kind of all consumed with this, you know, catching Gretzky, where he should just be concentrate on enjoying the time he has in hockey and enjoying his time, you know, and making the big push for capitals for the Stanley Cup. Uh, and maybe he is. It just looks like he's a little stressed out about it. But one of the things that I enjoy watching is that when I see Hendrix Lop here score a goal, or I see Connor McMichael, or, you know, one of these young guys, when he's kind of sitting on the side of the ice uh, on the boards, you know, waiting for his next shift or catching a breather, or maybe a TV timeout, whatever the case is, after a guy scores a goal, is the look on his face like a proud father. Like, you know, he has seen this Capitals team come full circle uh, when he first came to this team. And, you know, he's played with a lot of these young guys since they first got drafted. And just the the look of pride and, and, and true happiness when Hendricks LaPierre scored that backhanded goal. I've also seen it, you know, with McMichael, um, a lot of these younger guys is that, you know, I think that he sees the changing of the guard a little bit. You know, he 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 sees, you know, a young Alex Ovechkin, you know, excited, that youthful exuberism uh, of, of of scoring goals in the NHL and how happy uh, Hendrix LaPierre was. And just kind of almost like, like I say, like a proud dad out there kind of looking over, like, you know, he's the Lion King, kind of looking over everything like all is well in Capitals world. So uh, it is a cool moment for Alex Ovechkin, of course. Uh, and I, we hope for more uh, contributions. And then he can score goals a little bit more on a regular basis. So we don't need to worry, is he going to eke it in? Is he, you know, is it possible? Is he going to have to play to the very last game of his contract to catch Gretzky? We can put that all in the rear view mirror. Listen, last week I asked you for your comments on Twitter and on YouTube about any concerns for the Capitals. What have you liked about the Capitals? And I got this comment sent to me on Twitter. Hey Dan, this is Pipe720. I'm a local musician at PYPE720. I'm also a new listener to your podcast. I wanted to answer the questions from your post. What do I like about the season so far? The winning has been great. And I think what impressed me most about the Vegas win was the style of play. It felt like a playoff game. Very defensive and grinding. I was very impressed and my heart was in my throat for the, the entire third period. Which makes me feel like if they play that way in the playoffs, they could be very successful. What surprised me is the new coach, Spencer Carberry, and the younger players. I was very concerned that this might be another down season with aging veterans, but it seems like a brilliant move to bring in this successful head coach with new ideas and new mentality and a desire to win. I feel like you can see it in the team's play. What I'm concerned about is the age of the veterans. Will they be able to play at a level that they have in years past? And if not, will there be enough space for the younger players to step up? 
That's it. Thanks for your great podcast and go Caps. And you too could send your comments and just hit me up on Twitter at DanCaps218 or at LockedOnCaps and answer the questions. What have you liked about the Capitals season thus far? What could they work on? What are you concerned about? And I'll post you on an upcoming podcast. Listen, I want to thank you once again for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. Do it today. Listen, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holney, and I'll talk to you again next time.